In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success and who to find it? That's the big question. Is it measurable? Can you obtain it? Can you dream it? Can you hold it? I'm on a quest to redefine how we view success, and I'd like to bring you on this journey. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. Welcome to Be Fulfilled, the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grubmeyer, and today's guest is just one of those all-around good guys. He's got a mission in life to help people say it with gratitude. One of my dear friends, somebody who I've got a chance to spend a lot of time with, and somebody who knows how to put a smile on your face. We're going to talk about gratitude today. We're going to talk about creating businesses around his passion, his mission, really about helping people to understand how a simple little note could change your life and why today's guest is that inspiring. Please welcome to the show, Scott Colby. What is your meaning of success? That is a great question. First, I want to thank you for having me on. We've known each other for about a year now. And when I learned about your mission, you express gratitude every single day. So I think that's our commonality between us. And that's why we've connected. Um, Definition of success, I think it's different from everybody. It can be individual for different people. And initially, you know, long time ago, probably thought it was more related to money. I don't think that way anymore because you can have a lot of money and not feel fulfilled or joyous. I think success really is creating the type of life that you want and then having that life. And so a lot of us are working on finding our purpose finding meaning in our life and in our work. And I think when those things match up, you've had a successful life. You know, I think joy is another word that I look into and I think that goes deeper. Joy and fulfillment, that's part of being successful, but really success is defining what you want and then creating that and getting it. All right, we'll be right back on the Be Fulfilled Show. Are you suffering from marketing dysfunction? Are you not able to perform online as well as you could when you were younger? Unable to keep up with the intimate demands of buying product, running offers, and shipping items to your customers? Say hello to Ship Offers, clinically proven to enhance the growth and longevity of your business. Get some today at shipoffers.com. And we are back with Scott Colby. So we asked the question, some gratitude, some joy, fulfillment. Everybody else's opinion aside, Scott Colby, what is your key to your success? The key to my success is having a mission, a mission in life and having values and integrity and then living according to those values and matching that up with my mission. I've really defined how I want my life to look. I've defined what my values are. I've defined my mission in life and my purpose for my work. And when those things match up and I'm actually getting those things, for me, it doesn't really matter how much money I make. It matters how I go out about my day and how I feel. It's more of a feeling. And I've always tried to line up my life and my business with my passions. And when I can do that, I feel I've been successful. How long have you been at it with uh, Say It With Gratitude? Say It With Gratitude, just a little bit over a year. Started in September of 2016. The concept came to me about a year prior to that. And then several years before that, trip to Guatemala was kind of the instigator when I started to 
examine the gratitude in my own life and what was missing. So what brought you to Guatemala? So I was really looking, I love kids. Uh, I was really looking for a trip out of the country where I could be immersed in another culture and help kids. And so I was looking at different locations, Guatemala, Peru, looking at, you know, working at an orphanage, uh, building schools. And it was just something about this organization called Hug It Forward that facilitates building schools out of plastic bottles in Guatemala. And that really spoke to me because they're working on the educational problem that they have in Guatemala, as well as an environmental problem. And I like what their mission was. And that led me to initially sign up for that initial trip there. I love that. So this trip, how did you even find out about the trip? So I actually was, I I had heard of an organization called Pencils of Promise. And they build schools in third world countries, Guatemala being one of them. And I, a lot of well-known internet marketers have helped facilitate a school build through Pencils of Promise. Well, I contacted them first. And unfortunately, they don't take volunteers over to places like Guatemala to help with building of the schools. And so I actually wanted to get my hands dirty. Mm -hmm. I had partnered up with other charities and made charitable donations monetarily. And I was actually looking for something more fulfilling where I actually could, you know, see where my dollars went. And and, in the sense that I wanted to actually help build something. And so I was actually looking on Pinterest, uh, of all places, for pictures of Pencils of Promise schools. And I came upon another organization, Hug It Forward, as I mentioned, build schools out of bottles. And I contacted them and they do trips that anybody in the public can actually join and help build schools for a week. So that's how I initially found out about it. I love that. All right. So from the time you got a chance to go to Guatemala, you got involved in building schools and finding about Hug It Forward and all these things. What was your journey? What was the work you were doing besides your mission work, what kind of work was your day job that you kind of like were doing every single day, but maybe I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but maybe you weren't living your purpose. Maybe you were living something that took you to the next level, which is now say with gratitude, but stuff that you were doing because it paid the bills. Sure. I was um, a fitness coach working online, which I love. I mean, I've been in the fitness industry since 1999. So it fulfills one of my missions of helping people and helping people improve their health and the way they look and feel. But as you alluded to, it's become more of a job. It's become a little bit draining, a little bit repetitive, you know, helping people through their workout routines and their nutrition is a noble, you know, achievement, a noble cause, a noble job. But I felt like after that trip to Guatemala, that there's a lot more that I could help people with. And that's gratitude. That's that sense of being grateful and appreciative for what you do have. That's being more positive instead of negative and not complaining. And once I went to Guatemala, things really changed in my mind. My perspective on life shifted. And I said to myself, I want to help people have that feeling where they are appreciated. And it's something I think was lacking in my life. So I was maybe in a sense, feeling a void, feeling a void that I was missing as well. One of the questions that always comes up anytime, I I know a lot of people in the fitness industry, I know a lot of online professionals, and I'm only going to go down this path for a quick second, then we're going to get back to the main topic. How come people fail? 
at diets and nutrition and online programming and just general programs around nutrition. Why do people fail? What, what's your opinion? I'll just classify it as that. My opinion is it's, it usually comes back to the mindset. I know a lot of fitness professionals and businesses don't take that into account. So they're really kind of shoving a diet and a workout routine down the client's throat without taking into account of, okay, what else is going on in the client's life? What's gone on in their past? What are their struggles in the past that, that has gotten in the way? And a lot of, uh, and that's missing, unfortunately, in the fitness industry, the mindset is more important. That needs to be transformed first before the physical transformation can occur. So that's really, I think, what's a big reason a lot of people fail at diets and workout. Programs. Have you been able to sprinkle a little bit of the mindset and the gratitude in with your online fitness and coaching clients? Absolutely. It's something that I've, I'm glad I've been able to do. We'll celebrate wins. We'll have gratitude challenges. We'll do daily affirmations. You know, it's helped quite a bit because, again, our tendency is to focus on the negative. Like we could have nine wins and one what we perceive as a failure throughout our day. And our mind focuses on that one perceived failure instead of celebrating those nine wins. Then when we keep focusing on that failure, the way it usually works out is we get more of those types of failures. How do you help a client, somebody who, who that's their pattern, mm-hmm. right? Their pattern is the, I had all this good stuff, but here's the one thing and I'm going to allow it to take me out and you won't see me in class or online anymore for a couple of days. How do you help a person like that get back on track if you can't even help that person? Yeah. I mean, I was actually talking to a client earlier today because she has a tendency to you know, again, concentrate on what she didn't do. She actually was at my most recent retreat and she did two of the ropes courses and then turned around and went back. She didn't complete the course and she considered herself a failure while everybody else considered herself an inspiration for doing what she did, overcoming that fear and getting up on the ropes. And she's been conditioned to have that I'm a failure mindset for maybe her whole life or certainly her whole adult life. She's in her 70s now. So it's not going to be a quick fix. It's not going to be something I believe that, you know, one session of expressing gratitude will ultimately fix her mind long term. But for me, it's creating new. For me, it's first of all, I like to dig in a little bit and see like, what is the story that she's telling herself? Where did that come from? And make her realize or him realize that that's just not a true story. That's not likely to happen. If you, you know, if you go up on this ropes course, what is the likelihood that you're going to fall to your death? It's very slim, but that's the story that they're telling themselves. So I like to first have them just be aware. And that's a great first step. Be aware of these thoughts that are going on in your head. And then we can start to cultivate and create new habits, new habits of expressing gratitude or celebrating wins. And then once you do that, the mind starts to shift. What's one of the biggest shifts or changes you've seen just from getting into the mindset of gratitude, just in your life? You just, how you look at the day, how you even got into this amazing product that we're going to dive into in just a second, like How's your life changed just by making gratitude the most important, if not the only, I think the real thing that you have to focus on and then everything else you just receive? It's a perspective. It's a shift in perspective in realizing that 
the things that I do have, I've been completely blessed. You know, my health, a great family, a business that I love. And for me, I'm able to kind of pause. And when my mindset starts to turn into, hey, things that aren't going right in my life or, you know, maybe a medical issue, I'm able to now, where I wasn't before, able to just focus on the things that I do have, smiling, hugging, just connecting with people. That has all played a role in allowing me to just go out throughout my day with a a grateful mindset. And I've seen the shift in myself into one that's more positive because like a lot of listeners out there, many times I would wake up and focus on all those things that were wrong in my life. Expressing gratitude first thing in the morning has really helped me get through my days. All right. So top three things you're grateful for today as we record this episode. Uh, I'm grateful to have this platform. So you invited me into your uh, studio to be able to share this message to the audience. If I can touch one audience member, that's a great thing to be grateful for. I am grateful, number two, for a trip that I just had with my family. I went to Virginia, one of our adventure retreats, and got to spend some good quality time with my family. So I don't see them too often. They live in Virginia the third thing I am grateful for is really to that I live in such a energetic and vibrant city and a beautiful state of Colorado. Been recently thinking about moving away from the state. I'm going to be here for another year, and I embrace all that this uh, beautiful state has to offer. I love it. So, the reason I asked you wanted to give gratitude, it always helps me to take any person I'm working with, and you know, it's awesome because that's what we talk about when we're together is just how grateful we are for what we get to do. I take people through the shift, right? From the negatives that are going on in their life to try to find the positives. And people say, you know, I have so much going on. I can't do that. And I'm like, if I can just get you to shift for a moment to positive, everything in your body begins to shift the Mm -hmm. change. You can feel it. You just actually get into this heightened awareness of like, you know what? I'm grateful I can see here and walk and talk and I get the ability to be with you today in the studio. I got to get to a meeting this morning. I was able to, you know, literally do what I love and that is to help people. And back in the day, I didn't want that to be a part of my life. I literally got stuck in a diseased mindset. And today I live in an empowered mindset filled with gratitude. And so by reflecting, I've actually get to say all the things that I've done that have brought me to this point. And one of the journeys that you and I've been on is this kind of growth journey of trying to find and doing what we're more passionate about, what we're connected to. You know, and when I received the very first thank you card from you, you know, I looked at it and, it, you know, it said, I'm grateful. And it was a kid on a bike and it was, you know, beautifully drawn and illustrated. And on the back, you did, you know, so the purchase of these cards directly supports Pencils of Promise, a nonprofit organization that builds schools and increases education in the developing world. Pencils of Promise, then you can visit saywithgratitude.com to learn more and purchase cards. And then we started deep diving in. And if you don't mind, I'm going to share a little bit about one of the kind of awareness exercises. And that's why I wanted you to be on the show. So we started saying, like, how much money are you making with this? And you're like, I'm not making money with this. It's mm-hmm. like, and my first thought in my head is, you know, as a business owner, I'm like, okay, so why are you doing this? You know, and then I had to step back from there for a moment and say, because you want to bring change to the world and that cost, and there's a price to pay for that. That isn't 
yeah, you can have a lot of money and you can change the world that way. But I think your mission, because of where you've come from, the things that you've gotten to do, you know, so many people in the similar circles that you just have this, this heart of gold that you just want to speak truth and help people to say, Hey, you know what? It doesn't take much, but you can change someone's day by literally sending a thank you card. You can change somebody's day by just saying, Hey, thank you for doing that and giving a little bit of gratitude back. I want to just say that's one of the biggest takeaways that I've gotten is a positioning about being around you, the aura that you put out, the way that you are with people. That is an amazing gift. And I know, yeah, you're not getting rich, but remember success is not money. In my opinion, success is people like you going out and changing communities and cities and countries and making a difference. So I wanted to first acknowledge you for that. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a fun journey. I've met so many people, wonderful people, partnered with so many wonderful charities and got to know what their missions are. And you hit the nail on the head, you know, when I think appreciation is lacking in in the world, at least in this country where people go through their workday. I know that was part of my story. I went through, when I had a corporate job, I went through my workday and I never felt appreciated. I always had this feeling like, okay, they tell me when I do something wrong, but they're never appreciating the work that I do when I do something right. And I know same thing in relationships and um, service providers, and there's a lack of appreciation in this world. And sending a handwritten thank you note, like you mentioned, can just change somebody's day. We often don't get anything good in the mail. We'll get bills and ads and nothing else. And just, I imagine I've gotten so many emails from people who received one of my thank you cards in the mail, or they sent one out to somebody and how it made them feel. And if I can change the world, one thank you card at a time, yes, that makes me feel successful and fulfilled and joyous. Man, I think that is incredible. What, let's talk about, say with gratitude, let's say, Somebody's listening today. We're finding out a little bit about what it means to be successful to Scott Colby. I want to dive now. I want, I want us to go into the project of Say It With Gratitude. So you go on this kind of excursion, Guatemala come out. A year later, you're thinking about Say It With Gratitude. What goes into even beginning to launch this mission, this platform that now, in my opinion, as you walked in today, you said the first thing out of your mouth was like, (laughs) that's a good looking website. I'm like, it is one of the better looking websites, but I love the mission behind it. Uh, You just, you're doing a lot to find your passion and funnel your passion through, say with gratitude. So what does it look like for you to produce cards like this? Mm -hmm. Like this isn't just some, you know, Hallmark greeting card. This is uh, nothing wrong with that. It's just, this is a deeper kind of a connection card here. This is something that I've bought in boxes of them. I've sent them out. I love them. I think there's some corporate sponsorship ideas that you can do with them. And you know, a percentage of this is going back to help you to create more and more projects and to fund your mission of of helping people to get into gratitude. Talk to me about these cards. How did you find this organization? What goes into putting this amazing card together every single month? Walk me through a little bit of that process. Sure. And thank you for asking. So, You know, I have to give a lot of credit to a book that I read called Evolved Enterprise by Yannick Silver, who profiles a lot of uh, socially conscious and do-good businesses. And one of the businesses that his student, one of his students started was a business just like Say It With Gratitude. And so they were having kids from Haiti 
design cards from an orphanage in Haiti, design the artwork for the cards, and then they would give back 10% of their sales back to this orphanage. And when I read that, I thought to myself, because I've always looked for my businesses to do good, whatever that means. And usually it was donating money, but I thought, okay, what else could I do to actually get charities and kids involved? Because those giving back and kids are two of my values. And so once I read this book, Evolved Enterprise, I thought, what a great idea. I think this is an idea I can wrap my head around Mm. and develop into something that I could do. I'm always was the type of uh, business owner and person that likes to write thank you cards myself to new clients and customers. So the thank you card idea really resonated with me. So I literally just, I thought, okay, I've helped build schools in Guatemala. What a great first charity Mm. and cause to start with. So I literally called Pencils of Promise and said, look, I would love to get kids in Guatemala to draw the artwork for my thank you cards for this new company I want to start. And they said, sure, we can definitely do that. And so the process was the charity goes and finds kids. So the charity I'm supporting, we're supporting a different charity each month. They'll go and find the kids that have been impacted already by that charity. So what I mean by that is for Pencils of Promise, which builds schools for kids in Guatemala, they went out and found kids that had already had a school built for them. They had those kids design, you know, draw a piece of art on a eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. Pencils of Promise mailed me like 20 drawings I went and I had a fun time picking out which drawings I liked the best. So you mentioned one of them, the kid on the bike there. And it was just a matter of finding a good printing company here locally in Denver and having them turn the drawing into these thank you cards. But I wanted the back to tell a story, if you will. So one of the back of the card to have the name of the kid and the age and the charity that they had been affected by and what that charity does. So the recipient of the card can have a little bit of a connection with the child that drew the card. I remember one of the people that got a set of cards initially was a guy that was on my podcast. And uh, when I met him in person, he said he loved the cards and he felt like he had a connection. Once he saw the name of the kid on the back, he had felt that connection to that kid um, that they had drawn the card. So I started with Pencils of Promise. And I know there's a lot of great kid-based causes out there. So I didn't want to limit it to just education in third world countries. So I thought of, okay, what charities mean a lot to me? What causes mean a lot to me? So we've partnered with anti-bullying. That's a big issue here. No kid hungry, because there's a lot of kids that are starving. We've partnered with charities that raise money to fight against kids' cancer, child abuse. And so these causes had a deep meaning for me. And so I partnered with a different charity each month. And I just love doing it. I love that kids get to have a creative outlet and know that they are giving back by drawing the art for these cards. Yeah, man, I I was checking out, you know, the website and you just brought it up, you know, Stay with gratitude, build schools, children's cancer, ends hunger, ends bullying, child abuse. You got cerebral palsy. It looks like coming soon. Like you're connected to a lot of organizations. 
that's another just way for me to say thanks, man. Thanks for being the change you wish to see in this world and making mm-hmm. an impact by doing it. A lot of people say like, I have this great idea. I am so glad it took you a year to get the idea from your head <laughs> to actually a working model where I know that you're launching some shirts coming up soon, say with gratitude shirts, just a lot of really interesting things that you're doing. And man, I, I want anybody who's listening today to go visit say it with gratitude and go support this cause, go support what this is because anybody who listens to my show, I want you guys to know that I'm up to bring change to the world. And the guests that we're going to have on the show are people who are willing to take a risk and to follow their passion. Their passion is to, to be the change. You are the change. You are what I want guests to listen for when they hear people that they want to work with, that it's deeper than the money. It's actually the, the give back, right? The give back is what change are you bringing to the world? You're building homes. You're helping to become more aware. You're helping people to find awareness for themselves. I think it's a beautiful mission, man. I really, really do. Yeah, thank you. And I just want to add there, you know, it's deeply important for me to build a business around something that I'm extremely passionate about because businesses, we always have struggles and ups and downs. It's a roller coaster ride. And when you hit that low, you always focus back on why you're doing it, that mission, your purpose. And if I wasn't building a business based around that, the flame would get extinguished. And so I want to keep that flame ignited by always looking at these missions and causes that I'm helping. Yeah. I mean, take me back to what your childhood was like a little bit. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Look at that transition. Yeah, that's a great transition. So I grew up in Northern Virginia. My parents are still together. They actually just celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. They came out here to the mountains in Colorado. Whole family got together. Uh, Strict family, strict parents. And I was the youngest of three. My brother's the oldest. He set the standard. Genius, graduated from MIT in three years works for Google. So I actually felt growing up that I had to keep up with him academically. And so that's something that I've had to work on because I took that, hey, I I didn't do good enough mentality into my adulthood. I didn't feel like my grades were enough. I actually cheated. I talk about this now in talks that I give. I cheated in school to because I was afraid of what would happen if I brought home bad grades. I was afraid of getting yelled at and getting punished. And so because I was afraid, I actually um, cheated on some you know, tests or whatnot so I could get good grades and keep up with my brother. That feeling of not being enough stuck with me for years. And this gratitude really helped me get through a lot of that and to realize that, yes, what I'm doing is enough and I'm enough of a person and my grades or the amount of money that I make isn't tied to my self-worth. I'm lovable. I've got a lot to offer, but it was a struggle in my head for many, many years. So you say your head, right? That's the place that I go to, right? (laughs) So did your parents ever say any of this to you or is it all made up stuff? Made up. They never said I wasn't enough. They never said that I was a failure what a weight and a burden to carry. Yeah. Self-inflicted. Yes. And I think that happens when I was talking about, you know, my clients, my fitness clients. And I think a lot of us go through that. We're making up stories in our head that aren't true. And that's what I was doing the same. The so same if you thing. could go back and talk to that kid growing up today, knowing what you know, what would you tell them? 
Well, I think about like how I would talk to, you know, any kid today. I wouldn't, I would never say to a kid, hey, you're a failure. You're not enough. But yet we talk to ourselves like that, unfortunately. So I would tell the, I would tell the kid that you're enough and don't let anybody ever tell you otherwise and never think that because you are worthy of love. You're worthy of everything. And, you know, you're awesome. It's amazing the shift just in your positioning of talking about that question about you and your childhood and the things you said. And then when you got a chance to say something to that kid, your smile, like you lit up a little bit, like you could feel like there's a big difference for me just in that positioning with the question and the answer. And then also just seeing how you are. You know, it's amazing when we get to reflect. And I think that's one of the things why I love, say, with gratitude and the cards and the idea is because that's, I'm writing about something. I'm not writing for something. So you're writing about an experience or I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your day, whatever that may be. And then in the act, you reflect. And that's something I would rather be built with tons of reflection than so much hope and never getting there. Mm. I'd rather be able to reflect about all the things that I've done to get me to where I'm at today. We were talking a little bit about that prior to the show. The good, the bad, and the ugly got me here. Mm -hmm. Got me here today. And think about your life and all the stuff that you have gone through to get it to be where it's at today. And you're like, your purpose and your mission is to really just help impact the world. That is a gift for me to experience. And I'm always going to highlight the things that I hear on the show multiple times, because it's, for me, it's reflecting about the interview, the process, uh, pulling out of you. And I'm trying to tug on your heartstrings a little bit. I'm trying to get you to open up a little bit more than you normally do because in there is the growth that everybody needs to hear. I can hear it and I can see it, which the audience may or may not be able to, but I can hear it. And I just, that's the acknowledgement of walking people through interviews is I am actually the receiver of an amazing gift because I get to see it and hear mm-hmm. it firsthand. So just thank you for that. Let's talk about the new t-shirts, the stuff that you're coming out with. Well, everybody's got a t-shirt. <laughs> Everybody and their mother's got a t-shirt today. You got a hat on that I love and now you're launching t-shirts. Tell me what your thought was behind launching a t-shirt. Oh yeah. Just another <laughs> thing on my plate, right? I mean, you mentioned my hat. I'm wearing a life is good hat. I love life is good. I mean, I'm, I always am saying to people, anybody that'll listen, I want to be the life is good for gratitude. Life is good as a, as an apparel company that promotes optimism Mm -hmm. and they have such a great mission. They give back to kids. Uh, So I see a lot of my company and what they do and man, I'm buying all their t-shirts. Why shouldn't I just make some of my own and buy them? Mm -hmm. But really it's just another way to, you know, if you're, if I'm wearing a life is good shirt or if I'm wearing a say it with gratitude shirt, it's just a way, another way to remind me or remind people that see it. People have commented on my shirts and say, we love that shirt. It's got a great message. And I'm all about just wearing apparel that has a good message, a positive message. And I think, you know, I got a great story for you. I was in a coffee shop recently and I was wearing one of my State with Gratitude shirts. And there was a guy sitting at the at a table at the coffee shop and he was reluctant to approach me, but he saw my shirt and he wanted to say something about it. And, you know, a lot of people are shy when it comes to walking up to a stranger and saying, hey, you know, I like your shirt. But he uh, overcame his fear, walked up to me and mentioned that he loved my shirt and that he had a friend 
that was writing a book about gratitude. Really? Um, and she, her story was she has started for the last two years sending out one handwritten thank you card every single day. And since she'd begun doing that, she'd been keenly aware of all these small miracles happening in her life. So he wanted to connect me to her. Well, he noticed my shirt and that was kind of the way to start the conversation around gratitude. So now we became friends. He connected me to his friend. I'm going to be doing a podcast with her. So I think shirts can speak volumes, t-shirts. It's just another way to express messages of optimism and gratitude and appreciation like thank you cards can. Yeah. And, and, you know, you need something to wear when you go out of the house. And I, you know, I open my drawer and, you know, I've got shirts from uh, my buddy, Tim, who runs the company with a couple partners, Living Fresh. I've got shirts from sports teams that I love. And, and, and I can't wait to have a say it with gratitude shirt, because what better way to leave as you just slip on gratitude, you're grateful where the shirt came from, you know, the mission behind it, you know, that you're affecting and changing lives. You're not just putting on some shirt and advertising for some brand. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's unfortunately what we do in our society is we pay to help other companies market. Mm-hmm. And we don't really know their give back mission and their story. And so, you know, I wear my ship offer shirt here and people ask me what a ship offers. And I tell them, and if you would have been in our huddle this morning, I think you would have walked away with just a huge sense of gratitude of the company that you're working with and sharing an interview today. We are doing charities of the month. We're doing 12 of them. So we're selecting other charities as we speak. So nice. after this, I'm going to introduce you to the team who heads up that project. So maybe we can get your charity in the mix. Colton Caldwell, it's, I believe the charity, and if I got any of it wrong, I apologize. They help kids tied through Make-A-Wish Foundation and some others Mm -hmm. to go live like the Batman experience. They get a ride in a Batmobile, (laughs) live in like the Batcave, go out like on the Batboat. And it's really just to help children as they transition to to live out that one dream, that desire. So they become Batman for a day. Mm -hmm. So that's our new charity for the month. But we're getting involved in other charities and we're really trying to say, hey, look, every package we ship, we're going to donate a percentage to help bring awareness and cause to more more people because you know what there's tons to to get involved with and we all can do our part a little goes a long ways it's a lot of people think oh you know i have a couple of bucks it's not going to make a difference but if everybody said you know what i'd love to donate because a couple of bucks with other people a couple of bucks a couple of bucks a couple of bucks turns into a lot before you know it you can bring and effect change so that's why i wanted to get a say with gratitude shirt because i know that every day i walk out of the house I'm going to be armed with a little bit more of like, I can't help to spread a message that I can get behind. Yeah. And I love what you're doing with the charities. My most recent shirt, my newest shirt just has a simple message, be grateful. Mm. And if you're wearing that, number one, it reminds you, be grateful. You're going to come into contact with dozens of people throughout your day who will see your shirt that says, be grateful. You might change somebody's perspective that day. Like, oh yeah, I should be grateful. So yeah, it's just another way to to get the message of gratitude out there. All right. As we get ready to get to the fulfillment side of the show, it's rapid fire questions. They come out of space, thin air. And we're just going to ask about five or six questions. We'll get to know you a little bit on a deeper level. Favorite book you've read in the last five years? Start Something That Matters by Blake Mykoski, uh, founder of the Tom Shoe Company. All right. If you were to be a guest on a TV show and you had to pick any show to be on. You could be on a documentary show. You could be on nightly news. What show would you choose and why? A guest on a TV show. I would choose the Jimmy Fallon show because I know he's got a big heart and he's hilarious and who doesn't want to hang out with funny people? 
I love it. What's on the horizon in the next 90 days that when you listen to this episode in 91 days, you will look back and say, I achieved that. Yep. I am uh, coming up with a program to work with small service-based businesses, showing them how to increase their profits with gratitude and thank you cards. I love it. Fiction or nonfiction? Nonfiction. All right. You have a giveaway. You may not know it, but I know that you have a book and I want to help get as many people as I possibly can to get this book. The 47 Simple Ways to Make Gratitude a Part of Your Day. How do I get people to get that? You can just go to uh, sayitwithgratitude.com and it'll show up as a pop-up. And they can buy the book? That's uh, free. That's a free giveaway. See, now I'm working. I got everybody a free book today. So (laughs) 47 Simple Ways to Make Gratitude a Part of Your Day. Man, I just want to say thanks, man. Your your kindness is contagious. And I, I think from your story about going on a little trip to Guatemala and being able to give back to literally giving and adding value throughout this entire show has been just incredible. I got two more questions for you. You ready for them? Yep. What's your biggest fear? Ooh, that's a big one. My biggest fear, I would say winding up alone. Okay. Um, if I could smash that fear and find, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> another show, another topic. Um, I do want to tell you though, I want to dig just for one more second into that. So uh, one of my really, really, really good friends, Liz Benny, ultimate Kapow and Kapow, I'm in her mastermind. I got a chance to attend one of her events not too long ago. And I left with this, you're not going to be able to see it, this pink little beanie baby. It's a Thai <laughs> little beanie baby of a little dragon. And she said, you know, so many of us have so many big issues, big problems, big things going on, right? And it's really hard to wrap our arms around something so big. But if we could take those and smash those and get them into ooh, little cute, little <laughs> tiny, little small things, you can actually deal with them. What is something that you've been able to see was a big problem in the last couple of years and chunk it down into something so small that it's more manageable? Ooh, uh, I would say probably just connecting with people that was being introverted, being a little bit shy and not walking up to people. And I think the way I've been able to chunk it down is to, to practice it, to, to get away from technology, to work on one relationship at a time and see how I can get it in a more deeper and fulfilling connection. Well, I think today we are more connected. We more have a better understanding of who Scott Colby is. You say it with gratitude, kind of your movement, what you're up to. Thank you for being a guest today on the show. People are listening. We've mentioned the name several times, Say It With Gratitude. You can visit sayitwithgratitude.com. Is there any parting words, any, any quotes or anything that comes to mind that you just want to share? Yeah, uh, not a quote, but just, you know, I was thinking during our interview, you know, how you talked about reflecting and, you know, that trip to Guatemala is forever changed me. And I talk about it all the time. And that came with a decision. I had to make a decision. Do I go to Guatemala or not? Think of where I would be and if I hadn't made that decision. So as the, as you guys are looking at the choices you have to make on a day-to-day basis, take some risks, get out of your comfort zone and make the choices that are going to align with your values and your deeper purpose in life. All right. This week's guest on the Be Fulfilled podcast, his definition of success. One more time. My definition of success is creating a life that is meaningful and fulfilling for you. All right. That is Scott Colby. And until next time, make today the best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? 
Take the next step now at drainersanddrivers.com and download my free mini course designed to give you more clarity and freedom in your day. It might just change your life forever. 